everyone, and welcome to the adventures of Ellen and Riley. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ellen. And I'm Riley. We're here today at Sussex Regional High School, and it's October 25th, 2019, and we are going to talk about Riley's medical adventures today. Six years ago, I was diagnosed with scoliosis. So what is scoliosis? Scoliosis is a curvature of the spine, which just means my spine is not straight. I have three curves, well I started with two, and when we tried to correct those two, I got a third one, which is normal. So how did you find out that you had this? Did you have pre-existing symptoms and then go to a doctor for them, or did, was this discovered just by chance? It was actually discovered by chance, and if we look back at pictures after we already knew, we could see it there and like you could notice it, but at that time we didn't really know, and I went to the hospital for something else, and they were like, let's get an x-ray. And when they did, they realized there was a curve. They took another x-ray. Um, it was confirmed that I did have scoliosis. This one was on my whole spine. And they found out that there was a second one. That was in 2013. I was in grade five. Didn't really care about medical stuff. Went to doctor's appointments. Didn't really listen. My parents did all the talking. Then they were like, okay, maybe, you know, sometimes you could be born with it and it doesn't affect you. It doesn't change. It's just something that's there. So they were like, okay, you'll go to St. John. You'll have a specialist there. We went there and he was like, okay, this is where you're at. Come back in three months, we'll get more x-rays, we'll see how you're doing, maybe it won't change. Came back in three months and a curve had gone out by another degree. Apparently it's not good, that's really quick progression. I grew three inches and it went out one degree, so this is bad. And then from there everything started moving really quickly. I got into a guy in the hospital in St. John uh, at Metro Health, his name is Greg, he does braces. And that was about, I think it was about April. And by May, I already had my first brace, which was really quick moving. And Greg was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to order this brace from Boston, take all these measurements. And they were like, all right, here you go. Here's a brace. You're going to wear this. And then from there, they were like, all right, we'll give you a specialist. And you're going to go to the IWK in Halifax. I went to the specialist in Halifax. At one point, I had all three doctors. And I went to them for three months after it got all like evened out. It's fitting right. We think like we have this under control. We're containing it. We're not trying to solve the curve with a brace. You're just trying to hold it all at that degree until you're old enough that your spine stops growing. And then they were like, okay, no, you don't need to see all three of us. We got rid of one doctor and I stayed going to the IWK. We went to the IWK and that guy, he's a surgeon. He would just take my x-rays and he'd always be like, remember, surgery's possible. And he, he didn't really like that I was doing the bracing instead of the surgery because I didn't want to get the surgery because then I would have been short as I was in grade five and that's not very tall, so. He very much talked to my parents and throughout this, I had braced for six years and throughout this whole time, he didn't really talk to me, answer the questions and I talked to the doctors myself. But he would never ask me, he'd ask my parents, my parents would be like, oh, she can tell you, and anything I would say, they would have to repeat because he didn't really listen to me, but that's fine. Kind of frustrating. St. John, though, he helped me in the conversation from the beginning, and at 11, I didn't really care what he was saying, and he knew I wasn't really listening, but he would say it to me anyway, knowing my parents would be listening, and I wouldn't be, so he would talk to me and know my parents were still getting the information. I got more involved in my own medical life. I think that was really helpful to get me to, like, actually care about what was happening and actually be dedicated to like wear the brace because if I didn't wear it it wouldn't have helped and so at the beginning of that you mentioned that looking back there are visible it was visible that you had the scoliosis yeah what, what was visible what were what could you see the, the sides higher than the other 
and I used to hold one of my shoulders higher than the other. That was because of my spine. There's just a lot of like little things you could see in my back, or like me not standing straight, or me tilting my head, and like me thinking it was right, and just like a lot of little things that one side of like my back has like a hump almost to it and that's because not only is my spine curved but because of that my ribs are turned so you can almost you could see that that wasn't necessarily like straight anymore but at the time we were just like you don't realize it and then you said that you got a brace yes was this brace expensive or was this covered by insurance or they're a few thousand dollars they're not reusable you can't give them to someone else because they're all custom fit for you i had three of them throughout six years medicare doesn't pay for them because it's not a cure they would pay for me to get the surgery, but they wouldn't pay for me to get a brace. So my parents paid for these and like you can get funding and stuff. And then also with that, you have to wear like an undershirt, which is kind of like a tube sock kind of thing, but like for torso, I guess. And it's just so that like it doesn't rub against your skin. Those shirts themselves are $50 a piece and I needed one for every day of the week. So the brace also has big Velcro on the back. So how it works is it's a big plastic thing that's shaped like your body and then they put like pads of like foam kind of things in where they needed to push your spine on my ribs and then near my hips to like hold it all together I guess and then to get it to work they put big like seat belt size velcro to pull it and then the straps be together from one side of it to the other because it's open where your spine is so that you like get into it and then the velcro goes and it pulls it tight and closed and those got caught on my clothes. So not only did I have everything else, you had to buy new clothes all the time. And each time I got a new brace, it would be like bigger. So I'd have to buy new clothes again because my clothes did fit. You, you've mentioned surgery before. What would the surgery entail for correcting your scoliosis? So when I first started, there was like one, but there's a newer one now. But the old one that I would have gotten when I first started, make an incision and then they would take your spine literally apart like a puzzle. They would take each like vertebrae and then they put it back together so it was straight. And then they would put a metal rod on either side of your spine and then they connect the two rods together through like some wiring and stuff. And they, you know, stitch back up. And those metal rods would stay there forever. But because they took your spine apart, it kills the growth platelets in between each vertebrae. So it's very invasive. There's a long recovery time. A lot of people that I know have had the surgery and not the bracing. And people would always be like, oh, I know what you're going through. I had scoliosis too. And then they'd be like, oh, I got the surgery. And at that point, like, this isn't the same thing. And I wouldn't want to like, but anymore, I didn't really talk about my brace the whole time I had it. Recent surgery is less invasive. They, they make a smaller incision. It's about two inches. Still take your spine apart and put it back together and then they put like a little metal ring-ish thing at the top and the bottom and then they put like a little wire through each one of your vertebrae that just kind of pulls it to a center point. So has this affected you in your day-to-day -day life or at all in your when you go about your day? It did and it didn't. I think there was parts of it where it, it affected me physically and mentally because physically a lot of you don't know I had it. I wore bigger sweaters and clothes to try and hide it, dress, and found that it could have been just like maturing a natural age, or it could have been the brace, I'm not sure, because it kind of happened at the same time. did a lot of things to avoid people knowing about it. I joked about it with my family and stuff, but for a lot of times in school, I just didn't really talk about it. People would ask me what it was in middle school, because like in gym, you'd just be wearing a t-shirt, not a big sweater to cover it up, and I would always lie about it. Um, a lot of times, the one that was used was was my shoulder blades because at the top there's like two little 
round thing so that it covers all the way up my spine and lean forward they would like stay straight and a lot of times people were like oh what's that and then someone oh that's just her shoulder blades so you had to stick with the lie so it seemed believable but i used to be very open and i was still very much like here i am everybody knows my story i'll talk to the stranger at the grocery store about my whole life and then I got to middle school, and I don't know if it was middle school with a brace, but I got to the point where I didn't want to be out there. I didn't want to be someone that everyone had their attention on. And I kind of fell to the background, and I tried to like blend in as much as I could so that people didn't notice these things. And I feel like that's kind of affected me at this point because still now I'm kind of just, I'm there. A few people knew. I wasn't scared of knowing. I was scared of people pitying me and treating me differently because of it. So I kind of just didn't tell anyone. And then some people started to find out and I kind of was just like, okay, don't say anything. Um, for the most part, people didn't. And if they did, they did a good job keeping it a secret. We'd go over to a friend's house and I couldn't stay more than like one night because I had to have like, you go out of the brace for one hour every night. And I couldn't just, you know, go over to their house for like a sleepover for the whole weekend because someone had to take it off and put it back on. I can't do that myself. And like it affected on school and stuff, but that's not super important. That's fine. You can miss some of that. But it also didn't. I still went to two camping jamborees, one with Girl Guides in 2013 when I first got my brace and one in Halifax. But I also hiked the funded footpath with it. I still did, but it also it helped more than it hurt. My parents didn't want it to hold me back, and the guy in St. John Greg didn't want it to hold me back. Go do that, you can take it off to go do that. So, like, um, if I went on a school field trip, then we would try to plan around that. Then we got to a point where they would just let me take it off for maybe two hours that day if that worked better with the schedule. And my family and the people in St. John were very good with, like, whatever I needed to do. Helping it be flexible so that I could still do normal things. But it did hold me back in some ways. Anything else we should know about scoliosis and your experience with it? Usain both has it. My mom has scoliosis. And if I was to get my spine straight again, get the surgery, I would probably grow about two to three inches. My spine is currently done growing, so this is as tall as I get. It's more common in women, but if men get it, it's more rapid. I guess that's my brace experience. Thank you for sharing this educational adventure with us, Riley. And thank you to everyone for listening to our podcast. We hope you learned something.